0: hello fellow rebel capitalists hope you're well wanted to go over a story from the New York Post that shows how many Americans that are making a hundred thousand dollars a year are basically broke living paycheck to paycheck and then I'm going to tell you why it's even worse than the data would suggest based on this story let's get right over to the New York Post and check this out it says millions of Americans earning $100,000 a year or living paycheck to paycheck based on a recent survey. But of course, based on the jobs numbers, the economy is booming. Just FYI. More than half of Americans, so half, 51% of Americans with 100... Okay, so it's not just $100,000. It's 100,000 or more. As of the end of December, 51% of Americans with $100,000 or more in annual income, said they lived paycheck to paycheck. (laughs) I can't believe that. The share rose 9% compared to one year earlier, when 42% of six-figure earners made the same admission. Wow. Overall whopping 64% of U.S. consumers, equivalent to 166 million Americans, said they are living on razor-thin budgets. Wow, that's just that's hard to believe. The, effect of inflation, the effects of inflation are eating into every American's wallet. And as the Fed's effort to curb inflation, drive up cost of debt, we are seeing near-record Americans living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's a good point. So your purchasing power goes down because inflation goes up higher than the rate of your annual salary. And then you can't borrow the money because interest rates on credit cards are at all-time highs. And, uh, well, interest rates are at, what, 20-year highs? So even if you could borrow the money, it's going to cost you a lot more, and you're still going to be pinched. While the while the number of Americans living paycheck to paycheck is close to the height we saw in the middle of the pandemic, the causes appear to be very different. And you know what also is interesting is we see the wage growth it, it skews to the low end of the economic totem pole, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but and I'm I'm not here to cry a river for people making six figures, but this. Actually, makes a lot of sense when you look at it through that lens, where we see all this demand for jobs, assuming it's real, and it's all retail, it's all jobs that kids have that are, you know, just out of college or something like that, or in college or in high school. Uh, the gen, the Gen Z group, it's it's it really isn't the Americans that are kind of established with families, middle upper class, making hundred grand or more. So they talk about inflation. We all know what's happening there. The share of Americans who said they're having trouble covering their bills jumped 24% in December. So the rest of the story is more of the same. Now let me tell you why it's even worse than this story would suggest. Let's go over to Forbes really quick and look at the 2022 single filer tax brackets. So most of you know how this works based on your income or your taxable income. You fall into different brackets. And as the brackets go up, so does the amount or percentage that you have to pay the federal government. So lowest tax bracket here pretty much starts at 10275 Highest tax bracket, 539000 Josh and I did some homework and we compared these numbers to 2020. And we saw that from 2020 to 2022, there was a 4% adjustment higher to the tax brackets on average. You say, oh, George, well, so what? Who cares? Why is that a big deal? Obviously, they're adjust- adjusting the tax brackets up for the rate of inflation. Because if people are earning more than 100000 today isn't equivalent to 100000 30 years ago. And you would be correct. But let's go over to our CPI calculator or this chart that we've used so often recently. And we can see compounded roughly since the beginning or from the beginning of 2020 to November of 2022. So it'd be slightly higher than this. We had about 15% total compounded inflation. Now this is as of the official headline number. You guys know it's much more than that. But let's just assume for a moment this is correct. About 15%. Okay. Well, most likely what happened going back to our story, actually, let's go back to the tax brackets. What most likely happened is this person that was making, uh, let's say $40,000 back in 2020. Well, now all of a sudden their tax bracket went up. So at that time they were paying 22%. Okay. Well, their tax bracket went up to 41,000 so that adjusted higher by let's say 1500 bucks 2000 something like that but their income went up to let's say 44,000 so what happened excuse me they were paying 12,000 and so if their income adjusts up to 44,000 well now all of a sudden that puts them in a new tax bracket because the tax bracket didn't go up at the same rate of their income or as their income so they went from this person that was making $40,000. It's now making 44 because the tax bracket didn't exceed 44,000, the adjustment up. They went from a 12% tax bracket to a 22% tax bracket. And you say, well, George, who cares? They're making more money. No, 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 no. Remember, inflation went up by 15%. So say inflation went up by 15, their wages went up by approximately 10 the bracket was only raised by four. So not only do they have less purchasing power because their wages didn't go up at the same rate as inflation. So there's that gap, there's that delta. But in addition to that, they get a swift kick in the nuts, as my dad used to say, because their tax rate Goes from twelve percent to twenty-two percent. So not only do they decrease their purchasing power, but now they have to pay more, a higher percentage of their overall income in taxes. And you say, yeah, George, but you're just cherry picking because that was the person that was making forty. If they're already making forty-five or fifty, they're in the middle of this range, right? But I'm just using this two-year just to to show the point that as this as the tax brackets move up less than the rate of inflation, if you take this not just over two years, but you go over 10 years or over 15 years, you're milking the American public for more, a higher and higher percentage of their overall purchasing power. While at the same time, their purchasing power is going down to the point because of inflation that even people making 100 grand a year, even some people making six figures a year are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Now, let me go ahead and give you a quick solution. And I know this isn't applicable to any or to everyone. In fact, it's applicable to very few people, but it's worth listening to what I have to say. I've always said that we're living in an inflationary world, but if you earn dollars, you can actually build your life to where it's deflationary, meaning that your expenses are going down, not up. Maybe you go to Mexico. And I don't know what the peso has done to the dollar, but let's say the dollar has gone up faster than the rate of local inflation there in Mexico. So regardless of what was happening in the United States, you, your personal situation would be deflationary. And let me give you a quick example of this because a lot of people say, yeah, I know. I mean, my expense, I live in Tennessee, so my expenses aren't that high. It's not like I live in California or New York. So George, this is just for the other guy. It really doesn't apply to me because I wouldn't have that much of an advantage. But see, for these people, they don't truly understand because most people don't spend a lot of time out of the United States. In fact, most Americans haven't even left the United States. I don't think they truly appreciate the difference in the cost of living. Let me just give you a quick example. I'm looking for a rental right now in, in Medellin for myself. Now this, as you guys know, most of you know, is my... Apartment, but it's actually a rental property of mine that I'm staying in. So I'm looking for uh, a place for me to actually live that isn't one of my rental properties. <laughs> so I, I I like a view. So I was looking at a house up on the hill here in a place called Los Palmas. Let me show you some pictures real quick. So Josh, can you see this? Let me see if I can zoom in. Yes. All right. So this is a house that I'm looking at. It's for rent right now, and it is about four. It's about four 4500 square feet something like that it's on the mountainside and as you can imagine it has staggering views and it's very modern it was built within the last probably five years you can start to see the view here that you have over the entire city of medellin so here's your balcony and that doesn't suck if you can see that view of the entire city and the entire valley and these pictures obviously don't do it justice i mean those views are jaw-dropping And there's your little breakfast table. Thanks for coming. So this is a very modern, as you can see, this kitchen. Super, super nice. I mean, my gosh, in the United States, I mean, California, this would be a $15 million home. And you can see what it looks like at night. So, and this is right up in a great, obviously a great area, great neighborhood up in the Las Palmas area. That's where the fancy malls are. And you're just, it's, it's, it's perfect, Right. This is like a $15 million home in Colombia. So right now, furnished, furnished, this place is renting for. Josh, what do you think? I don't know, because I'm actually looking for places to rent in Columbia right now. What do you think? In USD, how much do you think this is Ugh. currently on the market for? Based on what I've seen in Columbia, maybe uh, like 6000 5000 About 5500 a month. Wow. 5500 a month. So when I was living in Phoenix in 2021, I was in a very nice high-rise building right by the Biltmore. And I had a one-bedroom apartment that was large. It was maybe 2,500 square feet. And I was paying 5,000 a month for that. So in Medellin, Colombia, the same $5,000 a month, you could get this. (laughs) So the reason I'm showing that to you is to, again, give you an example of how dramatically different the cost of living is In some place like Medellin or maybe Mexico or maybe somewhere else, compared to even the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest places in the United States. And it is true, there has been local inflation here, like everywhere else in the world, but the dollar has gone up a lot more than the rate of inflation. So my personal living situation, my personal life has been deflationary since 2020, where everyone else their life has been inflationary. And for most people, their income has not kept pace with the rate of the expenses that they have daily. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.